You know what time it is. It's football time. NFL theme song that we can't afford to put in our intro. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast where we talk about cannabis. Community violation. (laughs) Code green plant. It is the start of NFL. So before we even get going, we had to get dressed up and get ready for kickoff on Thursday night. So I'm super excited about that. Welcome to Code Green Plant. I'm your host, Christy Chanel, and I am with my co-host, Phoebe James, and we are ready to get going. But before we do and talk about, before we start talking about sports and cannabis, I know you're sick and you're brave in it for me, and I appreciate you keeping me on schedule. Yes, Um, I didn't want to cancel. I know, but I hate that you're sick and you have to go through that. And I know COVID's going around and I'm not saying that's what you have. I but hope that's not what it is. <laughs> I hope that's not what it is, too. So, yes, um, I'm very excited for football. So I figured today's theme would be sports and cannabis, which is kind of controversial. And so I was like, this should be an easy an easy pull on articles and trying to study for this, this episode because there's so much out there for, for yeah. it and against it lots of drama in the professional sports industry <laughs> related to it i know it's it's just a plant people it's just a right. plant yeah and i think the biggest thing is they don't know if it enhances you athletically i, I pulled up an article on it and it was from marijuana moment which is honestly i do want to put a plug out there for them i have been reading their articles for the last five years and they always keep me up to date. So I'm very, very thankful uh, that, I have, that I have them. So I pulled this up, though. I Googled it. The headline said, World Anti-Doping Agency experts say marijuana use violates the spirit of sport and makes athletes unfit role models. Huh? Unfit role models. Okay. I mean, that's a statement, don't you think? But, but ironically, later on, it says in the same article that this group also said that their perspectives were mixed over whether it enhances or has the ability to enhance sports performance. The group does acknowledge, does acknowledge, that athletes have reported that cannabis benefits them by facilitating recovery and reduces pain, but at the end, they said that the use of marijuana in competitions violates ethical standards justifying their ban. Hmm. That's a mouthful. Yeah, that's a that's lot. That's a mouthful. Because on one hand, they're saying it helps athletes heal. 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 And on the next hand, they're saying, but still, they're unfit. They're unfit role models. I mean, I think people are confused. How, how, how can you have such two varying opinions and then justify banning it? Right. It, you know? I don't, I'm not, I'm not really sure how that goes together. Who's the group that released that statement? Anti-doping agency experts. Oh, okay. Okay. So. But I would assume steroids would be on that ban list. Um, Yeah. And HGH, those type things. But marijuana, uh like I don't. (laughs) How are you enhancing? By fixing the, the tear in your muscle? Soothing sore muscles? I, you know, they do that. They get in the little ice bath they do all that kind of stuff is that enhancement it's the same type of thing so 
that article kind of, you know, bothered me. And this was just 10 days ago. It's not like I pulled an article from two years ago. Oh, wow. This is 10 days ago. Yeah, that so, sounds like very old school mentality. So the fact that this article is just 10 days ago is really kind of, it's really kind of scary, the mm -hmm. differing opinions that are out there on this plant. So I, that's why I'm, I'm even more determined for us to do this podcast to spread this information out there because honestly... I guarantee you they're not out researching, you know, cannabis and really coming up with a intelligent opinion. This is all no. just, well, this is what I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. They're not doing that, which is why that Health and Human Services recently suggesting that marijuana should be reclassified from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3 is so important because it would open the door and they could test and do research on this stuff but if they're saying that they are right now that's not that's not true there's no way that's true no because no, due to it, it being schedule one it's not happening and you know they could stand beside that in the article and say well you know this is a schedule one drug which states there is no medical use but now that yeah. they're talking about rescheduling it to a three they're saying there is medical use so yeah. all of this bullshit and all of these articles they're gonna have to do their research before they just you know, run their mouths yeah and i think at some point they're gonna realize they're on the wrong side of history here you know they definitely yeah. are in this situation and i would say yeah athletics in general they're starting to get more progressive i mean so the message you know is out there that it's not all bad <laughs> and no uh, yeah it's actually it's actually good you know, I mean, of course, there's going to be one extreme to the other, just like in everything in this world, you know, mm -hmm. food can be extreme. You know, everything can be an, an extreme. So anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have, you know, athletes, I'm assuming that it would affect them if they did it from morning to night and they're smoking and it's affecting their life. You know, all of these other things that can happen. But we're just talking about it in a healing way to help yeah. their body. And I guarantee you athletes are fully aware of these benefits and they're being told that this can help them. I think that's why there's so much talk amongst the different leagues about what they're going to do with marijuana testing and how they're going to approach it. And there have been changes over the year for the positive. So that does bring up a good point. Um, I did go and look to see who's supportive, who's not supportive, who's allowing ads, who's not. And I was able to pull that MLB does allow sponsorship from CBD brands. Really? They do, which, I mean, okay, that's cool, especially because one of their yeah. own was suspended 100 games. It was John Singleton. 100 games because he tested for the third time of THC. Oh, wow. He, went, he actually went out of sports completely when, they, when the Houston Astros banned him from 100 games or suspended him from 100 games. He said, screw it. I don't want it. I'm out. So he kind of, you know, Totally, yeah. his, his whole life changed. His, yeah. you know, his whole life. He's been working his whole life to be a baseball player. He gets there and then tests for marijuana and it's all done. 100 games? I don't know how many games are in a season, but that sounds like a lot of games. I don't yeah. know if that's one full season or if that's five years. <laughs> it, each team plays 162 games per season. Was that a recent... Or was that um, some years ago? 2018. So fairly okay. recent. They're supportive, at least, of ads. And then NBA, NFL, and N NHL, they bar um, CBD and cannabis marketing altogether. Like, there's like, they're like, hell no. It's just not going to happen over here. 
Yeah, well, I actually, you saying that about the MLB made me get on my little Google machine and do a little oh. research, because I'm like, I actually, uh, I cheated a little bit. I went to my husband. Uh, the top things going on is sports and marijuana and cannabis, and he had, he off the top of his head just started rattling some things off, and the MLB was one he loosely mentioned, but I wanted to look it up. Major League Baseball, okay. effective at the start of 2020 spring training. They they revised their screening, and it excludes marijuana testing. And that's what my husband had mentioned about the NFL, though. He said the NFL recently revised theirs to, um, they only get tested once a year now at the very beginning uh, during training camp. And aside from that, they are not tested for marijuana for any reason. And so it basically gives you know them that they can during the season. Um, and don't have to worry about retribution or being, you know, fined or mm-hmm. suspended. Mm-hmm. And um, when my husband was telling me about it, what his comment was, was, yeah, the NFL recently did that. And I said, well, what about the other leagues? And he said, the NBA and MLB, they never really tested their people because they knew it helped them. It helped their athletes recover. So they were never really big into it. It was probably sporadic for the MLB. And then they just decided to kibosh it. And the NBA is the same. It's kind of like they don't really use it. And they actually, the NBA had a revision to their policy um, the beginning of this year that they don't test them for marijuana use at all. Like it's an actual policy. It's not just kind of the culture where they don't really do it. Um, Now it's an actual policy that it's not part of their program to test for marijuana. So what you're saying is there's progress. Definitely progress in the sports industries. And I I think that the players themselves are probably the reason for that, you know, because they know how much it helps them. And so it's like, hey, you know, why are you going to take away something that we we use to recover and just be our best selves? Because they take a beating on their bodies with all that stuff they're doing. So I know. I know. My son's also... Both of them play like my oldest. It doesn't play anymore, but he used to. And my youngest plays now. So I have a CBD topical. It's like a thousand milligram CBD topical that I I use on him. And it it is helpful. It is helpful. So I can just imagine. And he's just, you know, a micro athlete compared to these NFL players and sport, you know, all these athletes. I mean, I'm happy to hear that. It's it's a lot of progress. It's a lot of progress. It is. Too bad it didn't happen, though, for... um, Do you remember that whole controversy with the American uh, sprinter, Shikari Richardson? Yes, that was sad, honestly. It was sad, really. And that's a whole different... Because that's for the Olympics, right? Or... uh, Yeah. Yeah, so... She qualified for the 2020 Summer Olympics after winning the women's 100-meter dash in the United States Olympic trials. On July 1st, it was reported that Richardson had tested positive for cannabis following her 100-meter final at the U.S. trials, invalidating her win and making her ineligible to compete in the 100-meter at the Olympics. They took it away. That's just sad. She worked so hard, you know, to get there, and obviously she's talented. And they yeah. took it away for that, which doesn't affect anything that she's doing. <laughs> it's no, crazy. but there is a little bit of joy in this story. It says here that Richardson won gold in the 100 meter at the 2023 World Championships in Budapest, beating Shakira Jackson and Shelly Ann Frazier Price in a new championships record time of 10.65 seconds. She would also go on to win gold as part of the Team USA. There is a happy ending. There, yeah. there definitely is a happy ending with her. But she didn't know that at the time. And can you imagine the hell she went through just mentally? No. Especially when there's so many states and so many different 
types of THC products that are legal. <laughs> that is crazy that she would lose a chance like that. Yeah, I know. I was really saddened by that. But I mean, I'm happy that three years later, she's killing it. She's the fastest woman yeah. in the world. The conflict back and forth, as far as if it's an enhancer or not, I pulled up what CBD oil actually does for athletes. Okay. CB CBD oil can be rubbed on the affected area, or you can use a CBD bath bomb or CBD infused Epsom salt to reduce inflammation and help pain. It makes total sense why CBD is the cannabinoid that they are most aligned with because it reduces pain and inflammation. I mean, have you heard what Mike Tyson says about his cannabis use or, you know, any, I guess there's a lot of former professional players that are coming out now saying, you know, how much it's helped him and things like that. But Mike Tyson says, like, he'll straight up tell you, like, he should have smoked his whole life. It actually would have helped his career. Mm -hmm. um, he said regarding not smoking his whole life. He said, what a mistake that was. I should have smoked my whole career. I should have smoked when I was fighting because it put me in this different state of mind. I'm very relaxed. And the more relaxed you are, the better fighter you are, at least in my case. So he was even saying that it did help him, you know, just by relaxing and being probably more mentally in the game. Mm -hmm. So that's kind that of a different sense. way it was used. Yeah. There was something about a new thing about smoking and boxing. It's a new sport. Oh, is it? I wonder if yeah. he was like the uh, proponent of her, the advocate. I mean, it only goes together. I know. Weed boxing championship debuts requires fighters to smoke a bong or joint before competing. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> August 29th. This article is August 29th from SB Nation. Where is that? Where is that sport at? Like, obviously, California, Colorado, one of those states, or does it say... Um, it welcome. might travel to all the legal states. You never know. Let's see. WBC, not to be confused with the boxing, the World Boxing Council had held a boxing event last weekend at Samurai International. So it's it's not here. Thailand. Thailand. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So this is all taking place in Thailand. Interesting. Um, I mean, I'd watch. I mean, I totally I mean, the, be into that. The way they take beatings in boxing, I would. You need to be on something to help you through that. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. I can't so, even watch it. I can't. Sometimes even watch I can't it. either, especially when it gets really. Yeah. I told my son. I said, "There's only a couple of things that really make me nervous. If you could stay out of those, that'd be great." Uh, and boxing, UFC, uh, race car driver. I went to the Indy 500. I was in Indiana for a long, long time, and part of that whole thing was watching race cars, and which is fun. Then you see somebody crash and it's like gut wrenching, you know, yeah. just come out of the car, come out of the car. But I guess that's part of the whole thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm glad they don't smoke a lot of marijuana. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Definitely be no. Going so slow. They'd be like, no, mm, no, no, right. No, that you go ahead. Them. No, you go ahead. Um, <laughs> It'd so, be a long race. Yeah, it would be a long race. But hey, if everybody in the audience participated as well, it could be a really fun thing to do. That's true. How many athletes are promoting cannabis brands? So I just wanted to see what was out there. And we're not going to mm -hmm. say the brands. We don't have to go there. Kari Lloyd, a two-time Olympic gold medalist on the national U.S. team, partnered with a CBD brand, along mm -hmm. with Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. Just call him Gronk. I think that's what they call him. Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Like, I don't like the Patriots, so I don't really talk too much about him. I'm a cowboy. Oh, fan, okay. So You're a little that's why biased. I can't. 
That's right. That's why I can't say his name. Cowboy fans, don't say his name. Okay. Um, and then also Kevin Durant partnered with Weed Maps, and it's okay. a platform that connects cannabis consumers with cannabis businesses. So I think that's like super cool. That is. Know? And also, I think that also helps businesses if you're a brick and mortar business, you uh-huh. can put your business in there and, you know, customers can find you. Yeah, that that's interesting, especially current player. Um, so uh-huh. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Durant. Yeah. I actually, of course, my husband just started rattling off um, professional yeah. athletes that are in, have brands. Oh, he did. It was amazing. He he's, liked he's the like, subject. He's like an encyclopedia when it comes to sports, but um, I still looked for myself to make sure he wasn't giving me any false information, and I have to say he was not at all. Um, but obviously Mike Tyson, who I just mentioned a moment ago, but also uh, Cliff Robinson, mm-hmm. Megan Rapinoe, which I was really surprised about her because she's a big she? name in soccer. soccer. Megan Rapinoe? Uh-huh, okay. soccer. Mm-hmm. Let's see, who else? Nate Diaz, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, John Ooh. Sally. Allen Iverson, which is one my husband mentioned, Allen Iverson, um, Marshawn Lynch, and David Ortiz. So mm. there's quite a few. There's a lot out there, actually. Yeah, and these are these are really good athletes that you're naming. You know, they are. There are no yeah. there are no Joe Schmo out there. And it means something that they're backing these businesses and advocating for them. You know, it's like obviously they believe in it. And those people, all the people we just named, I would say are. Uh, definitely someone I would be okay with my son looking up to. <laughs> I'm still going too. back to what you talked about in the beginning. It's like some of the records these athletes have, and that's what you want to like say is makes them not a role model. Uh, but, it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it honestly is. And the more people share, they're going to realize it's stupid. And we're going to look back on this episode as history because it's not yeah. going to be a thing later. Right. It's just not going to be a thing. The more people use it to help them, the better. And these role models, hey, they should absolutely be leading the way and making it normalized. So Yeah, and I'm sure agree. if any, any one of them was here, they would say that they're doing it for the health benefits. I guarantee, you know, that's why they would have started doing it in the first place. Like we talked about how hard it is on their bodies. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the health benefits. They're not doing it to get rich because it's not an industry you can get rich in right now. You know, they no. tax you so heavily no. and you have to pay for so much that they are, I would say if someone like that's doing it, it's, it's for the benefits to society and it's not at all for their pocketbook because mm-hmm. you're not getting rich off this. <laughs> no, just not. but you know, if they do deschedule, if they do, well, I wish they'd deschedule it, but if they do make it a, a schedule three, there at yeah. least have we at least have tax benefits that we don't have right now because mm-hmm. they do not allow you to offset your income. You have to pay tax on the full amount that you bring in and you can't yeah. take anything away to help you kind of lower your, you know, fee, your tax fee. Yeah. Is that the correct yeah, wording? Tough. Tax fee? Yeah, you could say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or tax burden, but tax burden. I mean Tax burden. That's- I just I read recently that the tax burden sometimes ends up being seventy percent because of all the regulatory things and just extra, like you said, the tax um, benefits that they can't take, and it's just seventy percent burden. I couldn't imagine that. Mm-hmm. So if we have to look at the two good things to come from this, if it does happen, is it's the tax stuff that's coming out for us and the research that th- that's coming out that's going to make everything a little bit better i can't yeah. wait for that that i'm the most excited about the I research know. honestly i think it'll be a game changer it mm-hmm. helps in so many ways medically 
Mm-hmm. The only yeah. thing they haven't done, though, and even if they move it to a three, is banking. So we still have to screw with that, Phoebe. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> not getting let off the hook. We still got to find a bank. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Dang it. I am so thankful that we were able to have an episode two, send our episode out on Wednesday, and the NFL kickoff is on Thursday. Enjoy your football. I know I'll be watching. It'll be Sunday for my game. But for everybody else, da-da-dum, (laughs) da-da-dum, da-da-dum, (laughs) da-da-dum. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Phoebe, for hanging out with me. And we are thankful that you're simply vibing with us. See you next Wednesday. Thank you. This episode of Code Green Plant was sponsored by Simply Vibin LLC. Code Green Plant is a Simply Vibin production hosted by Christy Chanel along with her co-host Phoebe James. This podcast is not intended to be used for medical advice and is solely the opinion of the host. Please consult your physician. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to hit that like and subscribe button and don't forget to follow us on social media. Want more? Visit www.simplyvibin.com. And a special thank you to the core group of people who helped with the creation of the Code Green Plant podcast. We appreciate you simply vibing with us. Code Green Plant. That's